Good Morning Teacher, I'm Noelle Pickering. On the Good Morning Teacher podcast, we bring practical solutions to busy teachers because you can love your job and leave your work at school. Join us each week to talk through tools and strategies that help you maximize your time and effort both in the classroom and at home. I'm excited to cheer you on as you face the week ahead. Morning, teachers. You're listening to episode number 16. Last week on the podcast, we discussed my favorite do's and don'ts of the summer so that you can make the most of your time. To check out that episode, be sure to visit maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 15. Today, we're going to elaborate on the idea of growing your craft professionally as an educator over the summer. I'll share many reasons why I think summer is an optimal time to do so and give you a few ideas on where you can start. I would love for you to jump in with your favorite ideas too. So if you're listening while driving or while you're doing chores, don't worry. Not only will we provide the links to the resources, but we would love for you to share your favorite professional development opportunities in the comments. Simply check out maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 16. Let's do it. One thing we know about summer is that we as teachers are in a completely different mindset than we are during the school year. Maybe it's the ability to enjoy a warm cup of coffee or the flexibility that the summer day allows, but our mindset is 180 degrees different than during the school year. When we are rejuvenated and well-rested, our brains are more willing to learn and consider new ideas. I think of it kind of like putting on a different set of glasses. In the school year, we have glasses that only see the most immediate and urgent needs. We are hyper-focused on those immediate details and needing to solve any immediate problem. In the summer, we put on another set of glasses, maybe our sunglasses, if you will. Then those help us to be more reflective and more proactive. We're able to take a different perspective because we are under less stress and less pressure. Thus, we are able to make more calculated decisions. Many districts require some sort of professional learning over the summer, so if you're going to get those credits and certifications, you might as well make the most of them. I always recommend choosing one thing to work on and focusing your attention there. This helps you to be more effective in your time, in your ability to process the information, and you are much more likely to actually do something with the information. This will result in some sort of desired change. If you want to make it more fun, or if you need some accountability, then you really may consider inviting a colleague to participate too. If you're considering professional development in a certain content area, then reach out to your department, see if anyone is willing to join with you. You could even reach out to other content areas on your team if it has to do with educational practice, like standards-based grading or classroom management strategy. I especially like this because you will have someone to brainstorm who knows you, knows your school system, how it functions, and knows your student population. My favorite thing about our Maneuver in the Middle team and our Maneuver in the Middle teacher community is the brainstorming and collaboration that takes place. In fact, at the time of this recording, we are just a few weeks away from a really big collaboration event with our curriculum team. We have some amazing things planned to support our teachers next school year, and I'm confident that the ideas we are bringing to this meeting will only get better because of that collaboration. Now that we've discussed the benefits of expanding our craft during the summer, I wanted to spend the rest of the episode breaking down different opportunities that might be of interest to you. 
When I think of summer PD, I think of both formal and informal opportunities. Informally, there are Facebook groups that are full of a wealth of knowledge on specific topics, even specific platforms. I think there are, I also think about blog posts, YouTube channels, and Facebook Lives. More formal PD makes me think of courses and workshops as well as books. So we're going to kind of jump into both. Let's take a look at Facebook groups first. Facebook groups have many benefits to collaboration, like people that are quick to answer a question or help with a specific need. I found that I'm most successful when the questions are very specific and clearly laid out, or if they're kind of like troubleshooting in nature. This can be a little less helpful when asking a real broad question because you don't know the circumstances or the perspective in which that person is answering. It really is like going into a giant teacher's lounge and asking a question. You'll get so many different responses and opinions on the topic. So brainstorming and crowdsourcing can be the most helpful. Consider the goal of asking the question and be prepared to look at the responses and ask yourself, is there something that I can adapt to make this work for me and my students? This summer in our Maneuvering the Middle VIP Facebook group, we are having a professional learning series planned for summer using Facebook Live, another informal way. Each week, we'll share on a different topic that you can join in on the conversation. I love a Facebook Live because you can participate by grabbing a cup of coffee and chatting along, or you can watch later when it's more convenient for your schedule. So mark your calendars for our summer learning series beginning in June. Another wonderful Facebook group is the U Cubed Facebook group. The group is hosted by Joe Bowler and really provides a lot of out-of-the-box ideas for developing a mathematical mindset for, with your students. I love the conversations in both of these groups because they're encouraging, uplifting, and really helpful to better your craft as a math teacher. There are also wonderful groups that help troubleshoot using a specific software like Nearpod, Flipgrid, Canvas, or a specific type of skill. You'll be surprised at all the help and assistance you can get from strangers in a Facebook group. Now, be forewarned that you can also easily get sucked into the social media trap and realize you spent 45 minutes and you don't have much to show for it. I recommend when you find a useful post to click the three little dots and click on save post so you can access it later in an easy to find manner. Another great use of time, especially if you're looking for teaching ideas on a specific topic, are online courses and workshops. Now, I'm always a little hesitant to recommend something that I haven't taken or haven't don't have personal experience with, but I do feel comfortable talking about the courses and online workshops that our team is planning to take this summer. First up, Joe Buller has an online virtual course that are recommended. There's actually two that go back to back. First is how to learn math for teachers. And then the second is mathematical mindsets. I think these are really good if you've never taught math before or if you have taught, but it's been several years. I found that depending on the space that I'm actually currently presently in, I can read or absorb the same information and interpret and apply it differently. Second, I'm looking forward to Pam Harris's workshops. She has several topics that relate to middle school math, and I really look forward to her deep perspective on it. I've previously watched her teach on adding and subtracting fractions, and it really helped me to better personally understand modeling and how to translate that for students. My third favorite program is only online this year. It's called CAMPED, the Conference for the Advancement of Mathematics Teaching, and it's typically held in Texas each year. This year, they're hosting it virtually, and it's just a great um, wide variety of topics are presented. 
You can probably find a handful of sessions that meet your needs, but there are literally hundreds, so it can be a little overwhelming. So you want to comb through the um, the outline and choose the ones that you best fit your needs. We have attended camp for several years now, and we are sad to miss again this year because it's such a great way for our Maneuvering the Middle team to connect with our teachers. If you're looking for some professional development that's not necessarily math-related, you may want to check out some of my favorite YouTube channels. First up is our friend Brittany Heggie, who joined us in episode 12 from Mix and Math. She actually talks about problem-solving and different rich tasks for upper elementary math students, but I also always find it helpful to know what kids should have been exposed to before they get to my classroom. So that might be something to check out. And then a non-math related YouTube channel is Shake Up Learning. It's another favorite go-to resource for all things Google. Casey is a technology expert, and while she does teach on other platforms, most of her videos are focused on Google products. And from utilizing it to save you time as a teacher to better use utilizing it for your students, if you have a question about Google, Casey has an answer for you. Lastly, the easiest and least committed option and possibly the most old school is a good old fashioned book. I actually love books about teaching because you can easily reference them and they often provide visual examples. I have a whole stack in my office and I'm frequently flipping through looking for different examples or ideas um, to better my teaching craft. So remember all the links I'm going to share, I'm going to go through my list, are available at maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 16. So here are some of the favorites and the ones I most frequently reference. First, About Teaching Mathematics by Marilyn Burns, and that's a K-8 book. So a lot of these are going to have examples that are a little outside of the scope of middle school. I personally love when they they include information that would be foundational for kids when they get to us in middle school. So that's one. The second one is Mathematical Mindsets by Joe Bowler, which you probably are already familiar with. Building Numerical Fluency is actually... Um, written for K-5 by Patsy Cantor and Steve Leinwand. And they talk about the elementary mindset, but there are a lot of things that translate to middle school as far as numerical fluency. But all of the examples are going to be a K-5 example. Five Practices for Practice in the Middle School Edition by Margaret Smith and Miriam Gamoran Sheeran. These um, are really great. All of the examples are focused on middle school. And so that is very helpful. And then the last one, it's a new to me, is Building Thinking Classrooms in Mathematics. And that's a K-12 version by Peter Legetal. So those are some favorites, um, something to check out uh, on Amazon if you're looking for an actual book that you can reference. So as a quick recap, you can make the most of your refreshed and rejuvenated brain by taking part in some professional development opportunities this summer. Grab a friend, grab a book, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the clear mind that you have during the summer. I would also love to personally invite you to join me in our Maneuvering the Middle Summer Learning Series. You can find out more at maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 16. We are several weeks into our Good Morning Teacher podcast, and it has been so much fun to record these for you. I'm hoping that they make your commute just a little bit more enjoyable and that you're able to take some ideas and make them work for you in the classroom. 
If you've been enjoying the podcast, then I would love a five-star review. It helps us to get found by other teachers and to continue to share content. For more of the information for all of the links and freebies mentioned today in one easy place, check out maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 16. I'm Noelle Pickering, and you've been listening to the Good Morning Teacher Podcast. Until next time, friends, make it a great week.